Hello everybody and welcome to a brand new episode of the Bloody Brilliant Podcast. We are back once again. It is I, Jamie, joined with Emma. How are you doing? I'm good, thank you. How are you, Jamie? I'm doing great. The England top is on England play this evening, so when you're all listening or watching, you'll know how it went. It could go horribly wrong, I'm sure, but we're optimistic at this time. But we're not here to talk about sport. We're not here to talk about sport, though, and I apologise. We are here to talk about horror. In particular, this episode, we are reviewing the 2017 movie directed by Christopher Landon, and that is Happy Death Day. Woo! (laughs) You can tell the optimism is there straight away. So I thought it was a little bit fun to kind of go from prom night to this one. I didn't want to go proper just straight into another like slasher film, like, you know, like dark kind of film. So I wanted to go for a little bit more fun for our first two. Because you always see all different podcasts when they start. It's all like starting with the classics like Hellraiser, Nightmare on Elm Street, Scream. And we're just going for completely random films. Well, you know, we're going for ones that might not be quite as wild, you know, widely reviewed because we're doing ones that we like or we haven't seen so rather than trying to pull in the ratings with the the big hitters we're just going for obscure you know go for, we're a, going for a random for the one. niche the niche, niche. market we are the, the niche. niche market exactly so i know going into this one you were very very optimistic no you weren't optimistic at all um I don't know what the word but you, there was a reason you said that you didn't want to watch this film do you want to disclose that yeah. reason now or later no i so just just before we get into any detail about the film obviously this is a review episode so we will be doing spoilers pretty much from the out the outset of this she's episode. dead we'll no, be, she's not. We'll be spoilers <laughs> straight away um we kind of uh when we did the prom night one we kind of like just drove straight into the, <laughs> to the film we didn't give any spoiler warnings so this is your spoiler warning either go watch the film or you know carry on at your own peril um so obviously the premise of the film is groundhog day over and over again um i just think they're boring those kinds of films how many times can you do the same day over and over again and it still keep interesting is usually my, my outlook on these sorts of things but um so i i i'm not when i saw it i wasn't particularly grabbed by it because it didn't look like it would be something that i would enjoy i think especially around uh my my relationship with cinema is kind of like peaked and dipped so like when i was younger i used to watch a lot of a lot of films and go to cinema like every week and then when i got older and I was working more uh sadly obviously like I didn't have the time for for, for films and things yeah. like that as much and it kind of was around the time where I was working a lot so I was kind of just like it really hasn't taken my peaked my interest so I'm obviously not really that interested in it so that was kind of why I guess it was just the uh, I, I had preconceptions of it before I went into the film okay um before we dive deeper into the film are those preconceptions still true yeah okay um um, it's funny when you're saying that about the cinema and stuff i remember the day i watched happy death day at the cinema uh, mercedes and i we went to do a triple bill a triple three films at the cinema back to back to back she picked a film i picked a film she picked geostorm with gerard butler because she loves these disaster films i chose the snowman with Michael you know, Fassbender. The, the Michael Fassbender, the um, the Norwegian detective one, and then yeah, the that, third one. Come. On. I was gonna say, is that the Joe Nesbit book one? Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Joe Nesbo one. Yeah. Jones and then, one. and then the third film was Happy Death Day, and it was the best one out of all of them. Well, I was gonna say when you you stack it up against those kinds of films, I was gonna try to say that it's probably gonna be the better one out of the three, to be completely honest with you. But then again, I am very one-sided on that because end of the world films like geostorm would make they give i don't like them i don't no thank you (laughs) because they could actually happen to an extent 
No, thank you. There's actually science behind those ones. The science behind Happy Death Day to you. I was gonna say, so this <laughs> I don't need to watch the sequel to under like. Why do I need to watch the sequel to understand what happened in the first film? No. <laughs> no, it just goes a little bit more in depth, though, doesn't it? And something happens in the second film, and yeah, we're not gonna, we're not talking about the we're second not talking film. About the second we one. might do a little bit at the end, just quickly about it, if somebody does want to go watch it, or maybe in a few weeks or months when we run out of films, and I force you to watch the second one. <laughs> For those listening, my face just like dropped. Like, oh, God, please don't. <laughs> so the films are now of now forty seven. I think it is. Was it long for you? No. So it wasn't long. I think. Oh, I hate to be that person. I hate to be that person. But you were that person with me with Spiral. So I'm gonna be that person. I knew who the killer was straight things. away. Okay. I knew who the killer was straight away in De Happy Death Day. They came on and I went, that's the killer. And I watched it with my boyfriend and Ed and he went, no, I don't, I don't think you're right. I went, I, I, I think I am right. And I gave my synopsis to why I thought it was right. Um, and then another thing later happened, like happened later in the film to which I was like, okay, if this does not happen, then she, then, then, then that person's the killer. So and it didn't happen, and I was like, sorted. And I was right, right from the beginning. Whereas Ed thought it was uh, it was quite an obvious character, and I was like, it's not going to be that person. I don't say, I don't, we haven't really gone through the th premise of the film yet, so I don't really want to give too much away as early as we are, but that, that was kind of, I think that's why it wasn't really a long film for me, because I kind of knew, I'd already sussed out who it was straight away. Okay, so we will go into the film now. So this is your last your last chance like if you haven't seen the film it will get spoiled if you don't mind about spoilers then fair enough or you can either <laughs> i mean just just listen there you go. uh maybe us describing the film to you may want to watch it probably not the way emma describes it but you know <laughs> and yeah this is your final warning we are going into happy death day so it begins on a cold dark night now go on so we watch the film <laughs> I mean, I love, I love like the beginning bit anyway, like the whole, I, because for me, I always say it anyway, but it was the first film that I properly saw that had the bye, bye, say bye. Yeah. yeah, bye, yeah, and then, so, were you hooked from the opening bit, like, there was a lot of like, right, I'll say you straight, I'm I hated near enough every single character I met in that film. Hated them. They were the most unrelatable, horrible people you'd ever met. Especially Tree, the main character. She was, at the beginning of the film, was absolutely horrific. I thought she was the worst person I had ever had the chance of even watching in a film. And do you know what? Big up my boy Carter. He was my favourite character the whole time and he was in it for about 10 minutes. That wasn't the same scene over and over again. <laughs> Which one was Carter? The 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 lad whose dorm room she wakes up in. The main the main lad. I say oh. main lad as if there's like any other scene other than her reliving the same day over and over again. But yeah, the male yeah. protagonist. Oh, yeah, he's, he's like the male lead in the film. Yeah. But a uh, fun fact, you know, obviously, like every morning, he's always like hunting under his desk. You find yeah. out what he's hunting for in the second one. Right oh, now. good. So more right, reasons well, to watch the second one. <laughs> I mean, I'm not really forced about what he's looking for, but uh, maybe you know, maybe if I'm interested to find out, he was. I I did like him. Um, I, I thought he was just the typical, just like he's just a geeky little lad, isn't he? And then he's he's managed to bag, bag the this, hot girl, bag the hot girl from the sorority house, for what we yeah. thought anyway. It's a dream, isn't it? What a time to be alive. <laughs> what a time. Uh, luckily, like I said, we've recently watched the film, but a lot of stuff in my head, because of the events of the second film, I'm getting a lot of them mixed up at the minute. Yeah. So I, I don't want to say too much, because number two does revisit that day again, without spoiling anything. 
Well, yeah, that I, th- I mean, like, if you've seen the trailer of the second one, after watching the first one, you can kind of pick up... It, it is, like, for the most part, con- a direct continuation. So, yeah. yeah. Which I appreciate, to be fair. I, I feel like, especially with this Groundhog Day-esque sort of reliving the same sort of day thing, you can't go too far away from the 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 day do you know what i mean like otherwise there's just yeah. like what's the point yeah and with the second one they do give a little bit of scientific background onto why this is happening and what's going on on that day and stuff and bringing in a little bit more of the um the other characters like you know the the guy who knocks on the door who's also sharing the dorm room with him he's like a more main character in the second film as well but what gave because we're introduced to basically all of the characters straight away. Yeah. But you saw this character and was like, they are the killer. Why? Um, shall I go into detail who I thought the character, the, the killer was from the off, or should we wait off on that bit? You, you can do it. Let's go for okay. it. Okay, right. So we meet, we meet everyone on Tree's way home from Carter's dorm room to the sorority house. The final place that she ends up um, after meeting everyone is the... Uh, it's her own room which she is met by her roommate um laurie i believe her name is um she looks like she is a medical student because when we first meet her because she's wearing scrubs um that was not what gave it away um she was very blasé um as a character so i didn't think she was going to be that much um until she gave her the cupcake to say it's your birthday to which tree was like how did you know and she was like Oh, your driver's license. Why was she rooting through her stuff in the first place? She'd already said she was an embarrassment the night before. She was rooting through her stuff and she's given her a cake. So I was like, she's the killer because she already seems too much in Tree's business compared to everybody else we've met so far. She's definitely the killer. And then when we bumped into Laurie, literally, I think it's about not even five minutes later, she has bumped into her at the, uh, the student hospital um obviously tree ends up uh having an affair with this tutor that works at the hospital mm-hmm. laurie also sees her before she goes in to see the tutor and she's like i really think this is a bad decision and i was like she wants the tutor tree's got the tutor <laughs> she's after her and i was like and that was it the, what cinched the deal was that tree never ate the cake in any instance and then there was like one time where she was really close to eating it and I was like, if she doesn't eat that, then the girl's the killer because she's poisoned the cake and otherwise she will die. And then obviously that happens later in, in one of the cycles. But I was just like, yeah, I don't, I think I've watched enough like these like, oh, who's done it kind of films where I'm, I'm constantly trying to work out who it is and who it isn't every time I watch something. Does, you does must that get take- that as well though. I, I do, but do you think that takes the enjoyment out of the film because you can't enjoy the film because all you're doing is like, is that, is that, is that, and when you Analyzing. guess it so early, when you guess it so early, you're like, do it. <laughs> I think, I think in this, in the instance of this film, it did because everyone else that was posed as like potentially the killer was just such an obvious red herring. I was just like, they're trying really hard for this person to be a red herring. And that she was so unassuming and she, she was like, there was hardly any context to her. I was like, it's got to be her. It has to be her. It isn't going to be any of the people that she ends up walking through the plaza to because she has no interactions with them. There's no need for them to be the one that kills her. So that you have to narrow it down to a very small group of people. And most of them are the usual suspects. And then there's the one that's kind of not really got much context behind them and isn't quite as usual suspect. And I was like, it's her. It's her. Us, that's what us girls do, you know. You can't you can't get the man that you want. Poison a <laughs> cupcake. For legal reasons, that is a joke. I don't actually do these sorts of things, just saying. <laughs> yes. For legal reasons. <laughs> just, just, so, just to put that out there. I think the thing as well, I don't know if this is a main thing, because I already know the film. Did you know there was any indication of how big the cupcake was in the film that made you think of the cupcake? Because I know, like when you when you were advertising Happy Death Day, you put a cupcake. Yeah, so I in guess the, so in the little bio bit. So I re- the reason I put the cupcake as well is because the cupcake 
obviously everything a lot of the promos around cake um and in all of the promos that there's only the one um candle to which then we all we get very a very small morsel snippet of tree's life that is not happening over and over again and she talks about how her and her mum shared the same birthday and they always had a cake with one candle so i thought you know it's a very uh it's a very sweet gesture obviously it's just one person one cupcake and the the candle it was also kind of the the cement in in the storyline where it is actually her birthday which i'm guessing has some sort of tie into why it keeps happening this groundhog situation but obviously we wouldn't i wouldn't know because i haven't watched the second one um but yeah i think it's just i think that was kind of like there is when you watch one of these films you try and pick up like bits and pieces to like there's like there's always like an item that is synonymous with the film and i felt like the cupcake is synonymous with the film it's a constant isn't it she always ends up having the cupcake in some shape or form in the in the, the lifetimes, she either throws it or she eats it. <laughs> in some, yeah. in one case, wasn't the text tone just ingrained in your head? And, you know, when I was advertising and stuff, we were filming. I was like, I need to find like the recording. Of, yeah, it's your birthday. That, that, that song. Oh my god! So why did it change? Because <laughs> in the advert, it's it's um, Fifty Cent in the, in the trailers. Yeah. And then in both the trailers, and then it got to the film, and I was like, "What is this? It is well, very birthday. And I was like, "Oh my god, no!" It took me that that kind of jar made me a bit jarred because I wasn't expecting Fifty Cent to come out of the phone, and it wasn't. Um, yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't like that at all. Um, <laughs> no also i was just yeah i think it, i think something that kind of took me out of it is just purely how much i hated near enough every character that wasn't carter just i just hated everyone especially the 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 head like the head girl of the sorority house she was a cow she was horrible no wonder her and tree were like best friends you know you know uh, apostrophes best friends because they whew, i would hate to have met them two women horrible people Again, there's um, something great with her in the second film as well. But, Is again, this just going to no be a really ripple to everything? Film. Like, well, in the second yeah. film, there's no, With the second film, there's just so many great things that, that relates with the first film as well. Um, because some other stuff happens and stuff, which we'll talk about one day, if you decide to watch gonna, it. I was going to say, in hindsight, we probably should have watched the two back to back. And done a double. Probably now, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> right, now we're thinking about, about it, it, trying to talk about it. <laughs> oh, yeah. But hopefully, for anyone that has listened, or maybe after we've talked about it a lot, maybe you will go and watch the second one, Emma. Who knows? Maybe. I mean, number two is so much easier to find, by the way. Like, number two is on Netflix. It's on Netflix. Sky and everything. I know. But the first one is But isn't. why? I don't, I don't, why? This was what annoyed me as well. As When I was trying to put, so um, for anyone that follows us on the Instagram, I put a schedule up every, um, when we plan out a couple of episodes, I put a schedule up of when they're about to come out. Um, and I tried to put some backing music on the schedule um, post for Happy Death Day. All of the music on Instagram is from Happy Death Day 2. There was like two songs from Happy Death Day, like two, um, you know, from the original soundtrack. And I was just like... Well, this is useless to me because I haven't seen the second one. But that, that's another thing. You know, when I was thinking, like, my favourite part from both films is probably in the second one. Oh, and it's really? The bit, well, it's the bit where, if you saw my post on Instagram in my story, it's a bit where she's just in a bikini and she just jumps out <laughs> oh, of the plane. Oh, like, bye! Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> that's in the trailer. That's in the trailer as well, yeah. so I have seen that bit. Um, it's also an Instagram gif as well of that bit. So it's obviously mm. quite an up and a popular piece, but um, and and it and it's played to the backing track of Paramore Hard Times, which is a great oh, song. Oh, is it? It is a great yeah. song. Okay, maybe yeah, maybe that's it. That one song you've you've taken me. <laughs> just, just watch I'm that gonna, scene. I'm gonna watch, <laughs> I'm watch the whole film just because Paramore's in it. <laughs> so the you know obviously this was your choice, so I feel like you need to give me some context on what why you were insistent on me watching it is it just because you were like you should watch this or is it because it is a genuine like quite favorite well not favorite but like a 
a, a good film in your books. I, I really enjoyed the film. Like I said, when, when we went to go watch all three of those films, I really enjoyed it enough to go watch it again. I always find, I always rank films that if I want to rewatch them again, the rewatchability factor for me is a key part of what makes a good film. And I'd, I could happily watch Happy Death Day most days. I've, I've watched it about four or five times, I think. Like, I really enjoyed it. And it's got kind of the elements of slasher in there. You've got a little bit of sci-fi with the whole Groundhog Day. And, yeah, I mean, it's a little campy fun, isn't it? And Christopher Landon, he's done both of those films, and Freaky as well. Which I enjoyed Freaky as well. Yeah, so Freaky, I want to see. I want to go and see that in the cinema because it is, it's getting released in the UK into cinemas at some point. Well, it is here in Derby. It's the Odeon Limitless screening on Monday. Ah, well, there you go. So um, I would like to go see that. Um, I think... I enjoy the premise of that film more than I have done the Groundhog Day. I do. Do you have a do you have a favourite part in the first film, rather than thinking of the two together? Do you have a favourite part that's in the first film? Um, I'm just trying to think. Like, got to go to my head and make sure I pick from the first film. So maybe a little bit quiet once I'm trying to think. <laughs> I mean, I tell you what, I do really like some of the deaths in the film. I really like, you know, and she's, and then uh, one of the things that I always like is, you know, the bit where they're just continuing, just, you know, the bit where she's doing buy out of the plane, that's kind of similar to the first film where, you know, she's just basically had enough, so she just does whatever she wants, and it's just a montage of doing whatever they want. Yeah, because... I love cause those bits. Carter expl- says to her that she should try and work out who her killer is, and she's like, you just think that I should just die until I work out who it is that's killing me. Yeah. I mean, I think. Do you know what? Do you know what? I'll give you. I'll, I'll give you. I'll give you. I'll give you this. Mm-hmm. I am glad that her body was having the effects of her dying over and over and over again, each time, because I feel. I feel like with these sorts of things, it's very much of a you die, you come back, and I think a lot of these sorts of films kind of forget the actual trauma your body will have gone through to have gone through these different timelines. Mm-hmm. Um, so the fact that when she ends up in the hospital, she's got like masses of trauma that she shouldn't be alive from. I was like, yes, true, because that would be me trying to be in a realist in a horror film. I'm like, well, yes, <laughs> of course she would have trauma to her body. Yeah. But, um, I uh, yeah, I, I uh, yeah. I like the mask as well. Oh God, no, I didn't like it. It was a bit weird. <laughs> it was a bit weird. It was one of no. how's that a mascot for a school? Well, yeah, I feel like in this day and age, I don't think a baby would be a a mascot for a school, <laughs> would it? But um, I mean, what's what's the killer? What do they call the killer? Is it just Babyface or something like that? I think it is Babyface, yeah. Because obviously, there's ba- there's babe baby in the Strangers as well. Is it baby? Is I haven't baby? seen the Strangers yet. Oh, I forgot that was one of the ones on the list, wasn't it? It's on the list, maybe to watch. It's on the list. <laughs> um, that's good. Anyway, so yeah, so the babyface, babyface killer. I think. Um, do you know what I don't? I think. Do you know what I don't get as well? This is just again me. Um, I play Dead by Daylight. We'll be talking about this in our video games um, thing, mm-hmm. but whenever there's a new chapter that comes out and people hear that it's licensed, um, apparently quite a popular option is to have Tree as a survivor and Babyface uh, as like the killer. I could not think of anything more boring. I'm not going to lie. I think that is the worst choice ever. For I would That would not be a DLC that I would buy. I think that would be so boring. And I don't understand why people are so like, yeah, I mean, she's a, I mean, she's a great survivor. If you think of her, she's not actually a survivor in theory. Because she dies every time until she breaks it. So, but she broke the curse and figured out who was the killer and survived. She did. And she saved the day. And like said, she she risked herself to save everybody else. So yeah, so that kind of leads on to like my my favorite bit, my favorite bit, and I think it was good segue. So my favorite bit was. Um, <laughs> What we kind of find out through like very um, subtle notices is is that 
it's not just her that can die in her her storylines it's also anyone that comes into contact obviously by happenstance in that same situation so there's a see there's an ep- uh, season I want to say season. It's not a season. There is a, a an event where she and the head sorority girl end up in front of a truck and she dies and she starts again. So we can only obviously assume that the girl died as well. There's another bit where a nurse gets stabbed and killed or shot and killed. Um, but my favourite bit is there is an, an happenstance where Carter comes to try and save her and he gets killed. And even though she survives because she works out who the killer is or who she thinks is the killer at that point, she ends up choosing to kill herself to restart that day so she can save Carter in that because she doesn't want to like carry on her storyline without Carter. And me, being a very... I hate romance films, but like self-sacrifice like that in horror films, especially horror films, they just hit me, man. Right in the heart. Heartstrings pulled. That's me. And I just thought, oh, that's so sweet. And she was so mean to him in that first instance, and now she's not mean to him, and... It made me happy because I liked him, and I was like, yeah, "You come on, Carter! Like, <laughs> punch the air! Go on, Carter!" That's the bit where she drives into the electrical thing, isn't it? No, so you're you must in be the thinking of plant. the sec. No, so you're thinking the second one because that's not in the first one. This is when she she <laughs> um she she's in the bell tower and she jumps from the rafters of the bell tower. Um, yeah. whilst there is a crazy man trying to kill her because you know not only has she have we got this storyline of someone who's trying to kill her there was a red hair there was a full on mr herring. red herring <laughs> uh, we've got mr red herring who is a genuine serial killer who has killed multiple young blonde women and then yeah it's just like oh wow this serial killer who's never met tree before in his life just happens to be in the hospital at the same time when all these killings happen. I was like, oh, please. Oh, please. I've seen Halloween enough times. No, thank <laughs> you. We know it's not him. But yeah. So that was my favourite bit. I thought I was like, she's having character growth. She's gone, she's gone through the arc. She's really horrible in the beginning. She obviously has grown feelings for this, 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 this man and decided that she is going to sacrifice that time of surviving just so she could go back to a time where he's in it and i was like cute but you still hate her oh i don't (laughs) hate her i hated her right so the way that i look at it tree that ends up at the end of the film is a completely different tree to what we start the film as like i said there's a there is a character growth but also literally she has gone through hell and back to get to where she is so i'm like she is a completely different person Mm-hmm. Probably going to have the medical bills out the wazoo for the rest of her life for the amount of trauma she's put herself through. But, um, I, uh, I, yeah, I was like, she is a better person. She is definitely someone who, if she had, I, I did say right at the beginning of the film, I was like, if he ends up with this horrible girl, I will be very upset. <laughs> but she wasn't as horrible in the end. As horrible. Also, I don't think she was horrible. No, no, she wasn't. Well, I mean, she wasn't as horrible. I say as horrible because we only saw her literally just as she had survived. We don't know what happened on the 19th. We just saw the beginning of the 19th. Well, see, like, your face, like, (laughs) well, we do know what happened on the 19th. (laughs) I've seen the second one. Well, I've not. I don't. As someone who's just watched the first one, I do not know what happened on the 19th. Though, Naughty Carter, he was mean to her. And he did did play a trick on her, thinking that she had, uh, she had, looped again by playing the her her, her phone in her phone yeah, it's your birthday. It's your birthday. <laughs> so as well it's her birthday but her, and she's like i don't tell anyone it's my birthday but her ringtone on her phone is saying it's your birthday what's that about why would you do that hmm? that sounds like you want people to know it's your birthday yeah well she's always supposed to be alone isn't she though besides her roommate but she's an embarrassment apparently but you know, maybe should bring fifty cent back. Yeah, I was I was missing the fifty cent. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> it kind of like eased you into the scene, whereas that one, that other alternative ringtone, kind of just like slapped you into the scene straight away. And I was like, oh my god, zapping it. It sticks in your head though. Like you can't help it. You're just gonna be randomly just going, Man, it's your birthday. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't they use it in the promos then? Because it's annoying enough to be in a promo where you'd be like, oh, of course. I don't know. Maybe so that's what we're going to have to speak to them directly about. Like, what is your promo work doing? 
Yeah, why? Why was this Where'd absolutely misleading? Where, yeah, where did 50 Cent go? <laughs> but, um, yeah, I um, the thing is, though, I didn't really recognise any of the actors, and I usually tend to recognise people from other stuff, um, but I didn't really recognise anyone from it, which is probably another reason why I kind of stayed away from it, because there wasn't anyone that I knew. Um, but that's good, but... though. Like, none of them have been typecast, or there's not one. Because, again, it's one of those films, you're watching something, it's like, I know him from something, I know him from something, and then you spend about 10 15 minutes of the film on imdb going that was it that episode of er i watched oh my god i love it when it's like well actually no i hate it i hate it when it's that and you're like oh my god he was i know his face from something he he was cadaver 3 from csi las vegas i oh my god no um yeah I, i like if I, I feel like sometimes I can kind of build my already, like, preference of a film, whether I know the people in it or not. I'm not... As much as I like to watch new films, I am very much a creature of habit, and I tend to, you know, put put my time and effort into actors and actresses and directors that I know that I like the work of. Um, but, yeah, I mean, to be fair, has Blumhouse done me wrong yet? Not really, I don't think. The uh, production company, so I can't mm-hmm. really can't really go wrong on that one so yeah it was it was a it was a it was a good film it is not a film that i will probably be putting in my dvd collection so you kind of enjoyed it you tolerated it yeah it wasn't bad yeah so um what was it ed had compared it to ed compared it to a different film and he was like that was better than the film that you compared it to and i can't remember what film it was for the life of me do apologize because that was just a pointless sentence but it was we both watched it and yeah as me being quite a a a film buff with particular taste and ed being very average in his taste he'll watch anything really um i think for both of us i think it was good i think it's just like that's a good that's a good middle ground to be on we both thought it was good like i said i think it's definitely an enjoyable film it's not gonna be like the greatest horror film of all time oh like, no it's it's a fun it's a fun horror film definitely yeah and i know over the next week isn't it we're going to be talking about in four god knows how many weeks now we're going to be talking about slasher and tropes and stuff like that yeah would you count what would you count this into a subgenre because obviously it's horror yeah, I mean, you've got but, loads of slasher elements in there. Yeah, but... So, I, I, I believe it was you that was explaining to me that to be classed as a slasher, it has to be a sort of, like, continuous presence with the same item? Was that right? Like a... Like a like, I think you were trying a to say... Like a, yeah. a weapon of choice, A weapon of choice. Can you call it a weapon of choice? She died a different way every time. Yeah, but there was still a mass killer, like stalking her how many times did she get actually slashed though she got hit by a bus she fell from a building she did get stabbed with a bong and i knew that was going to happen she went in that room the first thing she picked up was the giant bong i was like that is definitely going to get used to kill her (laughs) knew it straight away though i did i I tell you i did laugh very loudly when she turned she finally turned up at the party for the first time and The guy opened the door and he had the mask on and the hoodie and she just literally just punched him straight in the face and it turned out it was a surprise party for her and everyone was just watching her just absolutely deck this guy. <laughs> I did laugh at that. I was like, yeah, that because that again, that's a, that's a re- that's a real reaction of ah punch, just like rather than remind this is a message to everybody: don't surprise party Emma, otherwise you will get punched in the face. Yeah, don't, just don't be too close to the door. Um, anyone anyone who who knows me in real life will know that, I mean, you probably have noticed as well, I'm very skittish. It, like, I can just have be, like, in the kitchen, like, minding my own business. Poor Ed just has to walk in the room and I'm like, ah, ah. I get a jump, I jump really badly. At work, I've got my headphones in, someone comes up behind me, ah. I, don't, I, I can't, I don't know what it is. <laughs> I've got no spatial awareness. I can't sense anyone near me. So when people get too close to me and I'm not paying attention, I'm like, you really made me drop my croissant. 
Like, ah, could have dropped my croissant. <laughs> Basically, that's me. So yeah, I, yeah, yeah. So I would imagine that I'm. I would be like, huh? Or like push them out of the way at least. Maybe not punch, but yeah. Nobody's going to throw me parties anyway. Um, what was I going to say? Um, we posted about this obviously on our Instagram. Um. I have been trying to post something every day or so just to sort of get people some context of what we've been up to and uh, what we've got coming up. So yesterday we posted about Happy Death Day on there. Um, we asked for some uh, comments. Uh, we did have a comment. We had a comment uh, from Fangirl Daily. Uh, we asked for people's opinions and just thoughts about uh, these sorts of films. Um, and they asked our opinions on how Groundhog Days um, can be pulled off in horror genre, in the horror genre and just our general themes towards slashers and Groundhog Days in general. Um, so I personally thought that it was good in a horror genre just because I think the premise of dying um, rather than just going to sleep and waking it up and if it's the same day, I think that was a good um, you know, horror element of it. And like you said, there was a lot of... Um, like and there was a lot of like crazy ways of her dying. It wasn't yeah. always the same way every time. She tried to avoid it every time, and it just unfortunately happened every time. Um, so I think that I think in this context it was good. I just think Groundhog Day films in general for me are just not my time, my cup of tea, not my cupcake. Not really. your cupcake. Not my cupcake. No, like with Groundhog Day films, like Groundhog Day. The film is all right. Mm -hmm. So one one thing I love about Groundhog Day, I don't know if you've ever seen this. The um every day on Groundhog Day, I can't remember when it is, they have it on for twenty four hours on Sky Cinema comedy. Literally just Groundhog Day after Groundhog Day after Groundhog Day, just all day Groundhog Day. I think that's amazing. I love that. Just a li nice little fun fact there. And there's your fun <laughs> fact of the day. But uh Groundhog Day's alright, like Bill Murray's great like he's amazing have you seen groundhog day yes a long time ago a very yeah. long time ago but with there's not a, is there a lot of time loop films i don't think so this is the thing i don't think it's necessarily time loop films i think time loop tv series episodes we do get these ones where they're kind of the thing that comes to mind is the supernatural episode of them reliving the same day over and over again I am right that that definitely was happens, doesn't it? Was the heat of the moment, yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, you're the, you're the resident supernatural, uh, you know, knowledge base. Just so. got the tattoo. Yeah. For those watching, yeah. Jamie Shoney's tattoo. <laughs> the supernatural anti-possession tattoo, yes. Always um, prepared. But yeah, there, there is a, um, I don't want to take no demon getting inside me. But um, yeah, there is an episode of Supernatural where... Dean keeps dying, he dies like 200 odd times in that episode. But again, it's another fun episode. But going away from horror, uh, the 2020 movie Palm Springs with Andy Samberg, my film of the year. Like, I absolutely loved Palm Springs. I rewatched it the other day as well. I love it. Did you not like it? Have you watched it? No, I haven't. But that was the film that Ed compared it and said that Happy Death Day was better than Palm Springs. <sighs> Yeah, I knew. So when the minute you said it, I was like, that was it. Because I said, I remember saying to him that it was your your film of the year for, for 2020. And he was like, really? And I was like, yeah. It was. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he said Happy Death Day was better than that. We'd have to get him in for a, for a confirmation, <laughs> but he has gone out of the flat for now. No, I love Palm, I love Palm Springs. It's, it's phenomenal. I rewatched it again the other day, and I still love. Because again, sometimes it's like I watch it the first time. I'm like, yeah, it's really good. Then I was like, I need the second viewing just to confirm it. And it, <laughs> it was great. I, I really did enjoy it when I watched it the other night. But Happy Death Day. In regards to horror, I don't. Like, how would you do it differently then? Like, there hasn't. This is the only horror film that I can think of that has done the time loop. I can't think of any other ones at this moment in time. So there were parts of it that you didn't like. How would you do a timely horror film? See, this is the thing. I don't think because don't Hollywood think keeps re keeps regurgitating the same concept and everything, and remaking yeah. and rebooting. This is an original idea, it, technically. 
Oh well, yeah, this is, so it's it's a technical it's a it's a it's a new spin, it's a spin on, on a genre. A, on a genre. It is it's it's just it, it's like I said at the beginning, how many times can you do it to make it interesting? And um I think it really builds on it depends I think this film outweighed the the boring aspect of the same day being over and over again by having those different ways of, of being killed, having the, uh, you know, I think a good portion of all the different times that she dies was actually a montage, which I think was a good way of doing it, rather than it literally being just over and over and over and over again. Because obviously mm-hmm. we know the, sa- the same, like, 10 minutes at the beginning of each day, we don't need to see any more of that again. Um, and um, it had, you know, these characters that were just outrageous even though they were quite negative that there was just something to kind of like i don't know i think i definitely liked the the bit where you can kind of see her character grow through the the montage so like you said she kind of at the beginning of it she kind of does ones where she just like goes out and wears no clothes and she streaks and then there's the one where she thinks she's basically like worked it all out and she's like uh, I'm gonna go sort it out. It's fine. She goes, she picks up a pillow. She makes sure she's she prepares for the guy to faint. She signs the thing. She makes sure the couple get out of the way of the sprinklers, and she speaks to the guy that she had went on a date with, and told him it's it's okay to be to be who he is. And I just think that kind of was really nice, because um, she is painted as such a horrific character at the beginning. Um, but again, once you've seen it. I was just kind of waiting, like, come on, just work it out. Come on. <laughs> but there was, no, again, there was a very short-lived fight scene. You would think these kind of, like, build up to, like, a big fight monumental scene. But it it wasn't, there was two, and they were both quite short, really. Well, short, two. Shorter than prom night. <laughs> I mean, prom night was pretty short. There was, like, a small r- rassle on the floor, and then... <laughs> Someone got hit in the head with an axe. No spoilers, technically, because we didn't tell you who got clunked. Um, but yeah, I uh, yeah, I think it was good. It, it was a good spin on it. It's just I think because I'm not really into that, like the time travel genre thing. I like I don't think not time travel, but like Groundhog Day. I don't think I could do it any better, just purely because I don't have the. I don't brain care capacity. Do <laughs> I don't have the brain capacity or care to do it, to be honest with you. So yeah, yeah I think yeah, it's good. The way it's done, good. The there was some, you know, good aspects to it. It's just not my cup of tea. No. What about you? Is there anything would, you would, would you recommend on it? it? Would I recommend it? Uh yeah, I would. I think this is the thing, I think, especially when it comes to um films in general, you have people who like gatekeep films for no reason mm-hmm. um especially in the horror genre i feel like that because there is so there's so many different aspects of horror a lot of people like gatekeep and if they don't like a particular thing they don't like they're like oh you won't like that it's so subjective i think you have if you if you didn't massively dislike a film then you have to recommend it to people because then it shows, you know, if you have that idea of, I would recommend Happy Death Day to my friends who don't really like horror because I think it is a soft enough integration into a horror film that they would be able to sit there and be like, that was actually quite enjoyable. I enjoyed that. Yeah. And there's not a lot of like scary moments or scares in the film. No. And it's enough gruesome deaths to keep you entertained. Yeah, and even then, when you say gruesome deaths, they're gruesome in context. They're not actually visually gruesome for the most part because the it blacks out to her waking up whenever the, the actual impact hits. Mm-hmm. So I think there's only the one that we see when she gets hit in the head with something and then she ends up falling on the pillow. That was a very nice shot scene. I can't remember like what she got hit with. transitions to her underneath the blanket. Yeah, that was very nice. I appreciated that. I appreciated that. Yeah, I mean, you would obviously recommend it because you recommended it to me. So yeah, and like I said, it's um, it's a little bit more light-hearted to the typical horror that we're used to. You know, your like go-to happy place is Silent Hill. So you know. <laughs> yeah, my my make me feel better. Well, obviously, again, as people have been on Instagram, my two of my like 
favorite films to watch when I'm having a really sad day is Silent Hill and Silent Hill Revelations. Even though people proper pan both of those films, but I'm just like, let me go to Silent Hill. <laughs> be better there than it is here. And then I watch it and I'm like, ah, I feel better now. I don't know what it is. Just endorphins for some weird reason. Do you have like a weird film like that? That's like, like a horror film? Because I know obviously you'll have like... I was going to say like, my, my happy place is Mamma Mia. <laughs> Mamma Mia. <laughs> that is a horror film to me. No, I love Mom Mia. Come watch that any time. Always makes me happy. Um, yeah. Horror film. It would, it's probably gonna have to be Scream. Like any time it's on. But yeah, it's one of my favorite films of all time. Um, if I had to go for like a weirder horror film that I'd just like to chuck on when I'm, I don't know. Yeah, it caught me off guard. It. I need to think about it. <laughs> I will come back to it. The man that's usually never lost for words is stunned, silent. Yeah, it's because I'm trying to think of like other loads of horror films in my head, and I can't, I can't think of any at the moment. Because like, there's films that I really enjoy, but I haven't watched again. Like, I enjoyed it, like the remakes, but I've only watched them once or twice. I went to see them in a double bill yeah. when the when the second one came out. And it was it was worth it, but I still. <laughs> well, I no, I I haven't watched them since I don't think, but I do I I prefer the the nineteen ninety t TV one to be honest with you. Yeah. The the yeah I I it's that's only one. yeah I don't know why, for some reason I just had no connection to the adult actors for the most oh except from, except from Richie and Eddie but that's a given, um in the remakes ones. Um, in in the nineteen ninety ones, I was a bit more. I, I, I just, yeah, I felt better. I, I I still cry every time watching all three of them. To be honest, actually, if you watch the well, I say three. There's a two, the two part around also the TV film, but I cry every time. Just just get you the feels, man. Also, I've read the book. Took me about four years, but once you've read, I think it, I mean, that's a record, that isn't it? I mean, usually it takes people six or seven because that long. It's, mine's it's a long battered. book. It's a long book, and it is proper battered. It was already a re. It was already a rebought one, so it's been like obviously it had an odor before an odor before me, um. And yeah, it's just since the the like half of the front is ripped, I've had to like sellotape it back to piece like back so it doesn't fall apart. So many times. Don't even get me started on what my Game of Thrones book looked like. I, I threw it away. I'm sorry to anyone that like collects books because I do myself and I do look after my books, but that one was just in such a horrific state. It had to go. Had to go. The pages were stuck together. <laughs> I, I'm going to be a little bit boring here because everybody knows me, but it has to be sore. Yeah, so this is... So I can again... watch sore any day. It's one of those, again, I could just throw on and I, I just love it. And it's my favourite score from any film. Yeah, I, I do. I, I do love the score to sore. I do listen to the source, like, score the quite often. Score. It's hard the source score. The source score. Um, <laughs> almost as bad as Bloody Brilliant Podcast, isn't it? Um, Who came up with a name like that? <laughs> um, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, I think... If, if it... this, I feel like Happy Death Day is probably someone's feel-good film. It's easy to watch. It's upbeat. It isn't necessarily got masses of dark sad tones if you take away the whole part that i mean like her mum passing away and things like that i guess that's quite sad as a like a, a sad tone um but yeah other than that it's just quite it's quite a, an uplifting kind of horror film if that can be something yeah, so i do imagine that yeah it doesn't take itself so seriously it's, it's campy yeah. plays. it's a fun film yeah it's like the baby the babysitter films are like that and i like the babysitter films but don't like Baby Happy Death Day, isn't it? But I don't like Happy... Happy I, Death Day is much better than Babysitter. But Samara Weaving, man. Yeah, and Bella Thorne as well, but there you go. And Robbie Amell. Yeah. Robbie Amell. Amell, yeah. Amell, Amell. <laughs> Same thing. He's going to play Chris... He's going to play Chris Redfield in the, the Resident Evil uh, film, so that's all that matters to me. <laughs> all that matters so, to me. 
I can't remember what we did for prom night. Was it out of ten? Was it out of five? Oh no, I meant to re I meant to re-listen to it to work it out because I did think of this yesterday. Uh, I want to say five, didn't we? Did we not do it out of five? I don't we know. Pumpkins. We did pumpkins. pumpkins. Five pumpkins then. It would be five pumpkins. I think so. If people, I'm sorry, guys. If you're listen, if you're an avid listener, and we've got the pumpkin <laughs> scale wrong, we will, we will, scale. we'll double we will, it if it's we'll, out of ten. If it's, yeah, if it's, if it's out of ten, we'll double it. Um, I would give it, I would give it a three. I think that's a good solid one. I think I gave, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was out of five because I'm pretty sure I gave prom night three point five. So, three. I'm. I have to really hate a film to give it anything lower than a three. I'm not gonna lie, but I didn't yeah, hate it. Pretty impartial. Everything's getting a three or higher. Yeah, literally. <laughs> I don't want to be mean and be like, no, that was awful. That's like a three. That's like a, a one. Sorry, but uh, but yeah, was it, I, I'll give it a three. I'll give it a three. That's one thing we're gonna have to do. We're gonna have to find a film that's a one. I mean, I've I think I've seen one film that I would write as a one, and it was it was not good. What was it called now? Jonah Lives. Oh god, it was terrible. Jonah Lives. I don't even think you could find it anywhere anymore now. I think it was on it Netflix. Means it was not good. Have you ever walked out of the cinema? Nope, never. I've One never been I've never been to the cinema. Well, I know you have. I've never been to the cinema. I'm, I've never I've never experienced anyone walking out either. I, I, but I, I've heard people have experienced other people walking out of the cinema. Yeah, I, I've told you about like Doctor Sleep. Half of the cinema walked out. Doctor Sleep. Yeah, I remember you telling me about that, and I was very, very shocked because I, I think even Doctor Sleep, if you watch it standalone away from Shining, is a good film. But that's yeah. just my honest opinion. Imagine yeah. if we reviewed that, I'd be buzzing. <laughs> buzzing. The Flanagan. Um, the Flanagan. The, the only film that I almost walked out of was Alien Covenant. Worst film I've ever seen in the cinema. Hate see, I never it. went to go see it, so that's why I avoided walking out of it myself. Awful. I did even watch Prometheus, so you know that didn't help, but you know, there you go. I did but go just... see Prometheus, but someone else bought the ticket, so I had to go. It wasn't really <laughs> a choice. I couldn't really walk out either because they were the lift. You couldn't just be like, yeah, sorry. Yeah, sorry, bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> Bye. Yeah. I think. What? Well, sorry. This is just a, a a. Whilst we're talking about bye, um, I think one of the things that make you like Death Day is you're very. You like those kind of very American. High school university kind of films. I always feel like you gravitate though, towards those types of films. Hmm? I don't well, know I why. Think that it, let, let's go into this. I mean, come on. Because I'm, Doc, you, Dr. Cheetah, let's do this. I don't know why. Because Let I know me put me in like, the chair. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> I think because I know you you like films and like shows like Legally Blonde. Um, and, uh, Who doesn't like Legally Blonde? Exactly. I mean, I get that. Yeah, I get that one. But obviously, you, you, you're a fan of like the American Pies. And I think there's just like a whole genre that can be on American teenagers. And I don't know why, but I, I'm not really a big American... I, um, I, we spoke about this when I saw you last week, um, responsibly, it, within restrictions. Um, that I'm really. Yeah, like, it's a rule of six are allowed. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just saying. <laughs> Depends when you're listening. Maybe things happen in the future. I don't know. Um, that uh, I'm not really a massive. Like, I've never really had that desire to go to America. Whereas you're very much that American. The American dream, I feel like, is very much you. And I think maybe that might be why. Death, Happy Death Day is probably a bit more of a positive in your book than it is mine, maybe. Because I'm just not really Possibly. fussed one way or another. But that's yeah, just my like, own opinion. Just me I'm, getting in your noggin there. I am very Americanized in the way that I live. Like, I class myself within myself as as American. Like, I am British, obviously. I'm, I'm proud to be British, English, whatever. But a lot of my mannerisms and movie tastes and stuff like that like you say are american and i want yeah. to move to america and i want to live in america exactly like it's what i've always wanted to do so everything that i do is a plan to get to america so um i love america i've been several times been to new york florida um i've been loads of times new york and florida <laughs> been, Fl been florida twice new york three times 
because you know i want to move to florida and i love new york it's the best place in the world but yeah maybe yeah uh, again I, i'd happily watch these americanized films like there's some really crap ones out there don't get me wrong but your american teen films like american pie well can't i can't legally bother with more of a chick flick type of film i don't think it's i don't know like harvard law school yeah it's very very american i think especially Mm -hmm. with the time and the way they dress and stuff like that it's very american yeah well it's like i'd put clueless in that bracket to american pie so see and heathers see they don't scream to me as much american what i don't know why but I, i don't right don't get me wrong i think mainly because heathers has such a like chokehold on my childhood probably was far too young to be watching heathers but it just killed me off i loved i love heathers so much you watched heathers for the first time when with me didn't you yeah yeah so yeah. i think the thing with heathers as well it's very dreamlike and there's a lot of dreamy kind of sequences which kind of pulls me out of the whole american school system sort of thing i don't know as yeah. yeah i don't know how else to describe it Riverdale screams American at me. Yeah. They, they just get away with some stuff that you wouldn't get away with in Britain. Do you oh. know what I mean? But who wants to see a British version of it? Or remake it into Britain? Could you imagine, like, True. doing a happy death day with a British... in a British high school? I think this is the thing as well. Like, Americans look so much older and more mature than English. Like, Well, she is in uni, to be fair, in happy yeah. death day. Well, it's like... When I went over to Florida, uh, to Daytona, they like look. Mo- I'm quite young and baby faced anyway, but they all looked older than me, bigger than me, and stuff like that. I'm just like <laughs> Jesus. They're like eighteen. Like, the the <laughs> different kind of fucking water they're drinking over. I was there. gonna say it's something in the water out there, isn't it? But it's a, it's the same with. I know obviously this isn't classing every single American this way, but if you ever watch American football and college football some of these high school and college like football athletes are just built like something completely different and they're so mature and so ahead of their years yeah it's just like how are you only 21 yeah it looks about 40. it <laughs> <laughs> looks about 40. <laughs> yeah i don't know i think especially because uh uh like horror big budget horror it's been very american it always has been and i think even though aesthetically british horror and things like that are probably a bit more artsy i think especially in the older the older like stuff that we have um, mm-hmm. americans have always been very big and loud especially in the horror and i think these locations like universities and high schools have just come synonymous with horror film especially american high schools and universities like a UK university would you couldn't imagine tree just like walking through a campus like that again we don't have things like sorority houses and you know like freshmen like well we do have freshmen but it's a little bit different the Greek system yeah so yeah I guess it gives you more to play with because we're a bit it's it's very linear here with like you know, you go, you go to your classes, and you have the social life. Whereas there, they have all these different extracurricular things, especially with like the, the Greek systems and things like that. But yeah. Anyway, that was just a complete side note. We got very psychological there on the build out of uh, of why Jamie likes certain <laughs> horror films more than I do. But yeah, I would give it four pumpkins because why not? Like I said, I, I enjoyed the film. Um, I'll happily watch it again. Like it's not one of those films I'm just like, ugh never watch it again for some reason i don't own it but i own happy death day to you no idea what's going on there but yeah but it's um it's a fun film like i said there's some great moments in it that i really enjoyed and definitely i think we probably should have watched number two as well and just link them both together because there's such there's so many great moments in number two as well like i was mixing them both up at the time as well because they do revisit that day again yeah. other stuff happens which again this isn't a spoiler episode for happy death day to you so i won't go into too much detail that will be in like 
God knows when we run out of other films, and then you're like, okay, let's put it on there. But yeah, four pumpkins for me. Three for me. So there you go. Three point five on average. <laughs> Three point five on average. There you go. Um. So yeah, I guess that concludes uh, Happy Death Day. Um. Next episode is vid video games. Horror video games. The one that, it's the one you've been waiting for. Welcome to am... the episode of Dead by Daylight. <laughs> ah, it won't just be Dead by Daylight. Please don't skip that episode because it will not just be Dead by Daylight. I will be talking about <laughs> other things as well. Um, but yes, I'm very excited. I've been very looking forward, very looking forward to this one. Um, just completed it... Village. Yes. Yes. <sighs> Going to be replaying it again at some point. I... <laughs> such strong feelings i will talk about them in that episode so stay tuned um but if you want to have a, an idea of what we're going to talk about in the next couple of episodes please head over to our instagram um where you will find our schedule in the pinned uh, highlights at the top uh, you should see it if you're watching us it is on the screen now but it is just at bloody brilliant podcast on instagram and also facebook um which we try and update regularly it's not always about what we're going to talk about it is just about general chit chat about films horror stuff um you know me and jamie between ourselves probably have a lot of photo content stuff we can take photos of that's horror related so um have a look check it out come and talk to us and that's yeah. it yeah and thank you very much all for listening make sure to press that follow button or like subscribe wherever you are if you've been watching us hello goodbye bye <laughs>